You're now listening to track four. You should be standing outside the Cambridge and County Folk Museum. The contents of this small but fascinating museum reflect the everyday lives of local people in centuries past. They can also tell us much about ordinary people's attitudes to health and sickness before the advent of modern scientific medicine. For the majority, until quite recently, medicine was a matter of self-help. Unable to afford a doctor, people found ingenious ways of making sense of sickness using a mixture of superstition, folklore, and witchcraft. Today, many of these so-called folk cures, which persisted well into the twentieth century, seem not only absurd but also pretty disgusting. How about a dried pig's bladder, cut open and smeared with goose fat, and worn as a chest protector in winter? In the museum, you can see a pair of tiny mole paws, traditionally carried around by fen people in their pockets to ward off rheumatism and other complaints. Superstition and folklore existed alongside the practice of religion and the healing traditions of the medieval Catholic Church. You can also see some bread here, which was baked on Good Friday in 1939. It was once believed such bread would never go mouldy and even cure a variety of ailments. It's still in remarkably good condition, by the way. Aromatic herbs and plants, often grown in specially cultivated physic gardens. Were widely used in many health cures and treatments, and to ward off the bad air, once thought to cause disease. They were also placed inside straw mattresses to keep fleas and other insects at bay. It is important to understand that before the birth of modern science in the 17th century, beliefs we now consider magical, superstitious, or simply weird, were accepted by both educated and non-educated people alike. Physicians treating wealthy patients made use of what were then cutting-edge theories and applications, like astronomy and astrology, to indicate planetary influence over particular organs and their maladies. And zodiacs and birth charts were consulted to tell the right time for bloodletting and other surgical procedures. Ordinary folk had to resort to the less refined services of barber surgeons. Whose trade included dentistry, bloodletting, and other minor surgery, or the local apothecary, whose shop dispensed a wide variety of cheap pain-killing drugs, such as laudanum or opium, tobacco, and a host of other remedies. Inside the museum courtyard, you can see a preserved apothecary shop window, displaying, among other things, a small stuffed alligator. No, not some kind of folk cure. Alligators were often used as an apothecary sign because they were thought to look like dragons. Switch off now. Look at your map and move on to the next stop. Mm -hmm.